You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Reports claim Iran's hackers probe U.S. infrastructure, Juniper's backdoor, fixes, and implications, surveillance policy in China, the U.K., and the U.S., and calls for a Manhattan Project to break encryption fall on skeptical ears. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, December 22, 2015. New Yorkers react to yesterday's report that in 2013, Iranian hackers gained access to control systems at a small dam in the downstate town of Rye, and the New Yorkers aren't happy. The Department of Homeland Security has declined to comment on the incident, but did note its continuing work with private and public sector partners to secure infrastructure. An AP report has also fingered Iranian cyber operators with multiple intrusions into the U.S. electrical grid. These probes appear to have amounted to reconnaissance and data theft, as opposed to attempts to manipulate control systems. Administrators should patch the back door in Juniper ScreenOS firewalls immediately if they haven't already done so. Unpatched systems are being actively scouted in the wild, and attacks have begun hitting honeypots. No one yet knows, or at least no one who knows is saying, how the backdoor got there in the first place. Observers see potential for serious exploitation of unpatched systems. As debates over surveillance policy continue in several countries, analysts regard the Juniper backdoor as a cautionary tale for those who advocate crypto backdoors to aid law enforcement and counter-terror agencies. U.S. presidential candidate Clinton called Saturday for a Manhattan-like project by government and industry that would enable investigative and intelligence services to access secure messages without compromising privacy or civil liberties. Few observers think such a project is feasible, but several current or aspiring policymakers repose great confidence in the tech community's powers of innovation. Manhattan-like project or not, Ed Snowden thinks secure app Telegram, said to be the ISIS app of choice for command and control, isn't really that secure. Telegram disputes Mr. Snowden's review. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. 
Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me is John Petrick, editor of the CyberWire. Uh, let's talk encryption. Uh, there is a big debate going on with encryption, uh, and it's only been amplified by the uh, tragedies in Paris. Um, there are two sides to this story. There are two sides to this story. In a lot of ways, the, this encryption debate is the second round in a debate that's been running since the 1990s. Uh, the crypto wars version one were fought back in the days when encryption was actually treated by United States law as really kind of a weapon, and its export was restricted. You couldn't have it. Uh, You could no more have encryption than you would be permitted, for example, to own a machine gun. The uh, lawyers who fought and won the case that basically ended the first round of the crypto wars said that uh, to their client that we think it should be possible to whisper in someone's ear from a thousand miles away. And it was that kind of libertarian sentiment that... uh, animated uh, the pro-encryption side back then and continues to do so now. I've heard two main arguments uh, about encryption. On the one side, you have law enforcement saying that we need a backdoor. We need access. There are there are things hidden on uh, bad guys' devices. There are things hidden on good guys' devices that would help us uh, solve crimes. On the other hand, you have, uh, it seems like the, the device manufacturers and other parties are saying, uh, people have a right to their privacy. Neither side is is lunatic. That when law enforcement says that there are serious bits of information hidden by encryption on bad guys' networks, on bad guys' devices, they're right. There is a lot of stuff hidden by encryption. And, of course, encryption can be used to cloak all sorts of criminal activity. On the other hand, uh, the people on the other side will argue, and they're also correct, that if there is such a thing as a natural or a legal right to privacy, it seems that the ability to secure your communications from eavesdropping by whomever is an important guarantor of that right. So really, when you look at the debate, there are ways in which it is strikingly similar to debates within uh, American politics over gun control, also an issue over which neither side is lunatic. Both sides have their points. You've got uh, you're balancing a natural right to self-defense, let's say, against a natural right to safety, and how you adjudicate that is not at all obvious. So we might say that if you want to understand the pro-encryption side here, they're saying in effect that crypto doesn't kill people; people kill people. So why not have a backdoor? What are the technical limitations for why uh, you know computer scientists can't provide? Uh, law enforcement with some way, uh, perhaps under a judge's order, to have access to devices. There's no technical reason why you can't put a backdoor into a device. And in fact, backdoors are discovered all the time in devices. Here's the problem with it that the pro-encryption people will tell you. Once you put a backdoor into a device, once you provide some way of subverting encryption or weakening encryption, 
what you've effectively done is you've weakened the whole Internet, that you make it not only possible and easier for law enforcement to get into your devices, you make it possible and easier for everybody to get into your devices. All right. It's a complex issue. John Petrick, editor of The Cyberwire. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk again soon. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With Identity Orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T Minus Space Daily, and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us.